everybody. Welcome back to the Rogue Agronomist Podcast with Kyle from Stall Agronomy. And uh, we're going to talk about marketing today. And uh, where this kind of came about was um, it was on, on Twitter. It was like a couple of days ago. And uh, there was a post by Eamon Flood. Um, his actual username is at Eamon Flood. E-A-M-O-N Flood. Um, and he posted, one of the scariest things to traditional ag companies is next-gen decision-makers will access info and build advisor relationships online, not at the local level. Um, yeah, farmers should leverage this. Ad companies should innovate their roots to market faster. It's just business. Um, I wrote back, I can see it now, but we have a Facebook page. And um, the the interesting thing is, um, you know, it, it's it's kind of true. Um, you know, I... It's it's funny to to be here and on a podcast and, and have my own. It's really easy to create one. Um, it's really easy to create a YouTube page um, and make YouTube videos. Everybody's smartphones are are um, way better now than what they used to be. Um, I mean, I, I make YouTube videos with uh, I think about well, maybe a hundred dollars worth of equipment. Um, there's a you know it's basically a little phone mount. Uh, I paid like thirteen bucks for. Um, I have a wireless mic that works awesome. Uh, I think that cost me like thirty dollars. Um, tripod. Um, I got a couple of different microphones, uh, lights, you name it, and uh, it's all in a bag. I can take it with me. Um, and you know the the phone quality now is is so great that you can basically make videos now that they could have made um, into movies. You know, ten or fifteen years ago, um, our, our video and audio quality is is much better now than what it used to be. And, um, the last company I worked for, um, I almost had to fight them to do some of this stuff. And, and once I left, you know, cause I mean, basically, um, so like half my job was sales and the other half was helping them. Um, uh, I can't remember even what the, the role was now. Um, but basically it was helping them and I, I had meetings with marketing and, and trying to get them to understand the value of YouTube, uh, podcasts, um, using Twitter, um, I think they maybe have posted something I, I could look here. I, I bet you they haven't posted anything in probably a long time. Um, let's, let's look it up. Um, but anyway, it's, um, it's kind of interesting. Let's see. The last post by them was in January 17th, uh, talking about online bill pay. And before that was January 16th. And then before that was September of 2018. I mean, it's just, and then the one before that's from February of 2018. Um, yeah, so this is um, this is kind of the struggle uh, a lot of these agronomy companies have or egg retailers have is you know they're they're spending a lot of money and time on on Facebook, which is good, right? You know, Facebook. You know, I have a Facebook page for our business. Um, I think a lot of people do. Um, <clears throat> I was listening to Damon Mason's podcast the other day, and they were talking about. Um, <clears throat> the different sources or places that you can post stuff, um, and, and who to, who to use to post that, and, you know, like who's going to use, uh, the different sources of social media. Um, and basically they didn't even really talk much about Facebook. Um, so to me, that means Facebook's kind of going by the wayside. And, um, so yeah, you know, it, there, there's a certain audience on Facebook, um, I think a lot of agriculture is on Facebook. Um, but at the same time, I don't look to Facebook for much agronomy information. And I, I don't look to it for uh, anything other than, I mean, in most places, um, at least in my experience in our area, 
Um, most of the retailers on there post like um, sales for like horse feed and um, their uh, Senex or whatever gas stations they have, <clears throat> whatever sales they have going on at those gas stations. And it's a lot of it's geared towards um, more consumers than, than like their ag retail customers. Um, you know, so the Facebook page is mostly for like the everyday person that's going to buy from them, not necessarily people like me. <clears throat> wow. I'm, I'm really dry throat today, but, um, you know, on, I know a few of them that have Twitter, uh, that do the same thing, but there's a lot of agronomic info on Twitter. Um, and I made a lot of really good relationships on Twitter. Um, you know, there's also Snapchat, which would be, uh, like the generation below me, uh, or younger than me, I won't say that they're below, but younger than me that use quite a bit of, um, and I'm still playing around with Snapchat. Uh, it's still weird. Um, I don't want to know what Cardi B did at the, uh, did at the Grammys or whatever it was. Um, then she was naked at something and, you know, in, um, I think the other day it popped up, uh, oh, 10 sex tips for kids coming out of college or something. It was just weird. Um, so th these are things that I really don't need to know. Um, so Snapchat's okay, but, um, you know, I, I prefer Twitter, but, um, anyway, there, there's tons of different places to post stuff. Um, but to me, the, the most valuable, um, the most valuable tools that you can use, um, is definitely video. You know, we, it, it's really easy. Like I said before, you know, it, it's really easy to make, um, high quality videos now. Um, you know, if you really want a decent camera, you, know, you can go out and buy a $400 GoPro and buy a bunch of different stuff for it. And it makes awesome video. Um, you know, I, I shoot 4k on my phone. I shoot 4k on my, on my drone. I shoot 4k on my GoPro. And all of them do a great job of doing what, you know, basically making really good videos. That's all they do. Um, I went on and bought a DSLR and, um, I'm not entirely sure what to do with that yet. So we're, we're still playing. Um, but it's, it's really easy to make videos, but nobody wants to, uh, none of these retailers seem to want to spend the time, um, and the investment, very minimal investment at that, but, um, to go out and make videos, um, one company I was working with um, spent, I don't know how many dollars a year. I mean, it's a lot probably to have a, an outside marketing um, company come in and actually shoot videos for them. And I'm just like, you could do this. We, we could very easily do this ourselves and it would only cost us, you know, maybe a couple hundred, a few hundred dollars uh, for all the equipment. And we could make all this quality of video and all it would take is getting a, a newer video or nicer video editing software. But nobody wants to do that. Um I, and I don't know why. Um, there's one company around here that does uh, Facebook Lives, which are pretty good um, for the most part. Um, and outside of that, I, I don't know of many people that do anything. Um, I think one day one of the local co-ops took over um, our Farm Bureau's Snapchat for a day, which was was cool. Um, but they, I don't know if they even have their own Snapchat. So. Yeah, it, it's kind of different. Um, you know, marketing to people now is, is kind of changing and, uh, the resistance to that is, is rather large. Um, you know, like now I'm talking to you on a podcast and I think, well, let me figure, I probably have, I don't know, four or 500 bucks into a podcast. Um, I have a really nice soundboard and I think that cost me like $150 and a couple different mics. It might even be five, less than $500. Maybe it's $250, $300. Um, 
And my entire investment in a podcast is, is very minimal. It's basically me talking, um, me removing any any swear words and phone calls and um, text messages or anything that bings while I, while I'm talking. And uh, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, it, it's really cheap. It's really easy. Um, put a microphone in front of me. Uh, I don't say anything too negative. Um, that's the nice thing with podcasts is you can go back and listen to it. And if I say something bad, I just cut it out. Uh, put that in the too hot for radio column that uh, people keep asking me to release. Um, I'm not going to do that. Um, I think I do have a video clip of me. Um, oh, what was I doing? Um, I did a really good video and I use a, a remote and obviously I don't look at the screen when I do it. Um, so I hit record and it didn't record. <laughs> There's a swearing tirade that's uh, someday maybe I'll post. It's, it's like 30 seconds of me just swearing up a storm. And laughing at the same time. So it wasn't like I was really upset. It was just like, oh, man. But, um, no, there, there's some beauty in this. And it, it's really easy to do. Um, and it's, it's exactly what uh, Eamon said is the the new, um, the next generation of people are going to spend a lot of time developing relationships with other people online. Um, I, mean, I literally just got off of a webinar with people from all over the United States. Um, and we we're all talking about different things. And... Um, you know, that's, it's easy to do now. Um, I have friends in all different parts of the country now that, um, I wouldn't call them like, you know, we're, we're not like on a, we're in a first name basis online, but I've <laughs> never met them in person. Um, someday I maybe, but, um, you know, there's a lot of people that, uh, contact me about stuff, um, that you wouldn't even know about. Um, I've had people from Canada ask me about vertical tillage. I've had, Somebody asked me about uh, closing wheel setups on planers uh, from, I think it was Missouri the other day. Um, you know, it just lots of different stuff. I get emails and every once in a while I get a phone call. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I get a lot of a lot of people asking me about what my opinion on stuff is. You know, and it's it's really hard to give that. Um, my opinion's very local. Um, I can give you some ideas of what we do, um, but I can't tell you what to do on like your specific situation. If you're in, if you're in Missouri, I, I can't tell you if cotton closing systems are going to be better than our Slagle Posi clothes that we run. So, but um, I can tell you on our heavy clays what we do, and you know we can bounce some ideas off each other. But um, yeah, I, I think that that's it's a big thing. There is um, there's more and more people that are turning to online relationships and people for second opinions. Um, I will say, um, I was reading a thing the other day and we were talking about, um, was it like eight out of nine people that post about, uh, fitness and diet information are wrong. Um, I think sometimes, uh, if we look at certain websites or forums, um, agronomy information can be the same thing. Um, even sometimes on Twitter, um, there was a question posed on Ag Talk the other day about, can I use Agritain to, to reduce the volatility of my 240 and Dicama? And that's not how Agritain works, but, um, you know, it's fine. People can ask questions like that. But, um, you know, if, if somebody was to chime in and say, well, yeah, yeah, that'll work. Um, you know, there might not be people to question that, but those are the kind of things you have to watch out for. Um, you know, and it's, it's good. Um, it, it's different. Um, I've talked to numerous people about this. Um, you know, we need to get out and, and do things differently and, you know, at the same time, we don't want to forget the traditional stuff. You know, I'm not going to not put out seed signs instead of just posting pictures of where the fields are. Um, 
I'm still going to put seed signs out. Um, there's still something to be said about regular marketing, but to, to get out and reach an audience, um, I think is, it's good to try different venues. Um, not just posting, uh, we have a Purina sale on horse feed on Friday at our locations that sell feed. That's great. Um, but I don't really want to buy feed. So, you know, I mean, it, but that's, that's kind of what Facebook has become for a lot of these retailers. They're not looking to, um, they're not looking to other sources of, uh, information to get their information out. Um, yeah, let me pull up one of the local co-ops here. Well, let's see what their posts are. Uh, today is talking about how big their, their company is. Uh, let's see, yesterday they were riding along with one of their field drivers. Uh, the day before was talking about uh, some community outreach they did. Uh, a few days ago was talking about propane. Um, there's a post about May the 4th. <laughs> um, there's this thing on Kohler's Scoop of Thanks, which was cool. Um, and they basically had all their locations post about it. Um, so, yeah, here's more about that, more and more. Uh, here's a horse riding skills competition. Um, more on oil. Um, this is on another event, something about their seed, no agronomic info whatsoever. So that, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, and then there's another one that, uh, all they post is green market updates and some agronomy info. And it's always written as if you had to buy more stuff from them. So, um, you know, there's no independent agronomy information really put out, which kind of stinks. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people are looking for. You know, um, I, I spend a lot of time providing like second opinions to people and there's not a lot of people that do that. You know, maybe I should start charging for it. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, you know, it, but it, it's, there's a lot of this kind of stuff that's going to happen in the next few years. Um, there's going to be a lot of companies that are going to look for people, uh, like me. I mean, that's kind of the reason I was hired at my last job and it was a struggle to get them to do stuff. And they didn't ever, um, I read Damian Mason's book the other day and it's funny. Um, I was always asked, uh, at a company I worked for to provide, um, how this is going to make us money. And marketing is not really easy that way. Um, I can provide you with how many people listen to our podcast, which is like 150 each time. So hi everybody. Um, and I can provide you with um, how many people clicked on our information, and I can click tell you how many people from our area did it, you know, based on IP addresses. Um, you know, I can't see your IP address, but I can see where you are. Um, you know, I mean, that's the stuff we can provide, and they're like, well, you know, that, how are we going to quantify this? Sometimes um, being a creative person is having faith that what you're doing is is going to provide results in the end. Um, you know, Damon Mason's book was about like that. Um, there's a lot of marketing books that have been about that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm creative, I guess. Um, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't give you anything for my artwork I drew in high school, but I have a different creativity and a lot of my creativity is around stuff like this. And, um, I keep saying, and, um, uh, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's interesting to, I keep saying interesting, um, <clears throat> Okay, let's try this over. Um, yep, there we go again. But being creative, it's it's a lot of faith and uh, it's a lot of understanding and it's a lot of you know just 
just putting stuff out there and seeing what works. Um, I've, I've posted stuff on Twitter where I thought it would be a huge hit and people would love it and like it, retweet it and nothing. And then the next day where I just post something, just random thoughts. Um, it's, I think I have one, uh, from this weekend, it's over 200 likes and it's like the one before that I thought was better, uh, has like four. So, um, you never know what the consumers are going to like. Um, you never know what consumers are going to want. And I think the big thing is to kind of cast a white net and, and try to take a hit off, you know, understand what those are, you know, where those hits are. And, you know, you can try to recreate that magic, but just keep posting content. Um, you know, there's a lot of these Facebook pages that are just like I showed you, you know, or told you is that they're really boring. Um, you know, it's like, I unfollow some of them because it's just like, I don't want to hear about your oil. Um, send me a pamphlet in the mail if you want to do that kind of stuff, but nothing's creative. Um, they're not showing value in, in those. Um, maybe they're showing value in motor oil, um, but they're not showing us value in, in information they can provide me. <clears throat> and that's what I'm looking for online, um, for my business and, and for our farm is, is information that can provide me with things I can tangibly use on our farm or with my business. <clears throat> that's the reason why I listen to a bunch of different podcasts I listen to. They're, they're all, um, I would say they're all related to business things that I can take something from, take notes and actually put it into practice in, in our business or our farm. And, um, that's what I'm trying to do with all this stuff is give you something that you can use in, in what you're doing. Um, you know, is it moving from home? Is it, um, a podcast on customer complaints? Um, you know, it's not really, uh, anything in particular, um, I don't have a set theme every week. You know, we're not going to always talk agronomy. I'm not going to always talk about my personal life. I'm not always going to talk about marketing, but there's always going to be something that hopefully somebody can glean some bit of information from. Um, <clears throat> if, if I were a company, um, that works or sells stuff in agriculture, um, I would be consulting people like me, um, or people, um, that are, somewhat on the same skill level as I am, you know, somebody that's had a podcast or has YouTube experience, uh, post videos on Twitter, post videos on Facebook, um, consult those kind of people to, um, to help you and, and actually have the faith <laughs> to make that leap. Um, you know, we were right at the cusp of something when I left my, my previous job and, um, I know their marketing team really was upset when I left. Um, but, um, you know, that the thing was we started a lot of stuff. We, we started a podcast. Um, we started posting a lot of videos on YouTube. We, we were changing how they were going to do stuff on Facebook. <clears throat> we were really going to try to get them on Twitter. Um, we were trying to get more of that kind of stuff. You know, I spent, uh, three years and they paid me enough money to help them do that. Um, when I left, uh, that all stopped podcast was gone. Um, I haven't seen them post much on YouTube. Um, basically all they have is Facebook and you know, why the heck would you spend that investment and, and have me help you if after I leave, you're just going to cancel all that stuff. So that's the thing, you know, be able to, um, adapt and, and try to understand and, and try new things. And then when you are into that, you know, if somebody leaves or there's something changes or you're not happy continue doing some of it and try to figure out what works. Um, but yeah, that was kind of the surprising thing. Once I left, it all ended. I can't even find our podcast episodes. They have zero, anything like that. So, 
They're going to just talk about their online bill pay, I guess now. Um, but so, um, we're going to end it there, but, um, it's, it's kind of the new future, um, trying to get different media options, uh, different ways to market yourself. Um, you know, not everybody wants to hear about your employees. I want information I can use in my business and I want information I can use on my farm. And if you're not going to provide that, I'm basically not even going to follow you. Um, I'm not, I'm not here to see how many times you donated money to charity. Um, that's really great. And I, I appreciate you doing it. Um, do I want to hear about it? No, uh, not really. Um, you know, and it's a good thing for you to do. It's a great business decision. Um, but you know, if I'm going to walk into the county fair and you donate $500 to the, the chicken tent or the, the poultry tent, that's great. You know, Hey, look, they donated money to this and, um, likely we'll do that too. Um, I still think you need to do that, but you don't need to post three times on Facebook about how you're at the poultry tent at the county fair. Uh, not that anybody's done that, but I wouldn't do that. Um, so anyway, think outside the box. Um, you know, if you're a company, consult with people like me, um, people that are kind of going independent, um, that have multiple different places online, um, see what we think, um, pull some people in, do a, um, a customer, uh, customer group of, you know, asking questions, you know, get a, um, well, I can't even think of the name, um, but like a peer group of people that are going to come in and actually give you their input. Um, I would say a lot of companies do that. And the people that they pull in are the guys that are long-term customers. Um, they don't pull in the people that aren't doing business with them because, you know, they don't want to help them. Um, but, you know, maybe you pay me a little bit of money, I would do it. And I'm sure there's other people that would be in the same boat. So get something going like that. Figure out different ways of doing things. You know, I don't think going with the status quo or just posting on Facebook is going to be the way to go in the future. Um, you know, try to get some stuff out there that's going to actually help people. So we'll end it there. Um, again, I'm, I'm open to um, criticisms or uh, ideas bounced off of me. Um, everybody's got my contact information. It's all over Google and it's all over Twitter and Facebook. Um, yeah. So anyway, if you guys got questions, um, you want help with something, um, you, you want a consultation on stuff, uh, definitely reach out to me. So I'll catch you guys next time. Thank you.